host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the show is my co-host with the most... Wake Ups and on Pots and Pans. And special guest tonight... Brett Mosling, the IT guru. <laughs> He's new to TV. We've got, to, we've got to forgive him for that. But yes, you are our IT guru. You're a bit of a gadget geek, aren't you? Yeah, I am. What kind of gadgets are you into? Just anything that's kind of fun and just... You're a fun gadget geek. You're kind of. I know uh, Raspberry Pi when it came out, you were like all over it straight away. You were straight into it. Look at my Raspberry Pi. It was this tiny little thing. Yeah, it's it's, like the size of a credit card. Yeah, Yeah. it's just all this sort of offbeat stuff that is really powerful and just underappreciated. There you go. You're also a comic geek. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, you used to actually. uh, You've known me for like close to ten years. You used to work in my uh, my comic shop. Yes, I did. That's how we first met. Massive Superman. Geek, we'll be talking about uh, Brett's love of Superman later in the show. We'll be talking, of course, uh, Superman, Man of Steel. Second trailer hit the net this week. Actually, we're going to talk about that right now. What an awesome trailer. Now, we saw the teaser trailer that came out from, I think, uh, what was that, a couple couple of months ago? And it looked, it looked, it was was a teaser and it it gave only enough to get you you excited. That's right. Yeah, which Um, is good. And then the the set, like Henry Cavill, new, new guy, he, he's been in uh, Rome and all play, and shows Tudors. like that. Tudor, sorry, not Rome. I had that wrong. I knew it was something to do with like an old-fashioned they, 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 they wear togas and capes and stuff. <laughs> not the Tudors, Ginge, no. Well, they would have. No, they were a little bit more fancy dressed. They, yeah. had the, the, they still the, wore capes, though. They had the puffy, the collars, yeah. collars they're, they're, they're frilly thing like a, like a bulldog. Yeah. How did they eat with those collars coming right out around their nose? Like, well, they, did, they didn't need to wear aprons, did they? <laughs> they just a food catcher. Kind of, <laughs> when you finish, just kind of wipe your mouth with it. They had also the... The cool little Moe's back in the yeah. uh, the Tudor age. Yeah, they they, they look We're like totally off topic. They look like the Already. guy that's on the dartboard. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> king, they do. King, king, whatever. Can we go back to Man of Steel trailer uh, out this week? Quick rundown. Um, what some awesome, fantastic shots in it. Look, yeah, it's got the, the the classic him in space flying around with the curvature of the Earth kind of mm-hmm. shot. Um, You've also got uh, like a flashback to him as a child talking to, to Kevin Costner as Park Kent. Playing, playing his dad, yeah. How cool does that look? Um, Russell Crowe as Jor-El. Now, I, am, I saw him in the costume yeah. in that trailer. Because I've seen a shot on set that came off set and Russell Crowe looked uh, a little bit portly in the old <laughs> It didn't look Jor-El right, did it? It didn't costume. look right. It didn't look quite right. But when you see him on screen, mm. I was blown away. Yeah. I was just like, holy hell, that looks really, really good. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to it now. It comes out next year. 2013, um, you're going to be there opening day, obviously. You're a massive yeah, Superman fan. Yeah, I will. But I'll be honest, I haven't actually seen the new trailer. Yeah, no way. I'm, I'm trying not to. Are you doing this I, thing now of kind of like, it's a big movie you want to see. Hold off watching the trailer. Yeah. Some, sadly, sometimes, and I'll be honest, I don't think they've put any major spoilers in this trailer. But, uh, you know, I get where you're coming from. Like, this year I've had a number of of um, movies ruined for me because the best and funniest bits or the coolest bits were all in the trailer. Yeah, that's right. So I'm not, not, not a fan with that. Mind no. you, one of the coolest scenes in the trailer is you see Superman uh, with his... Uh with his, his fists on the ground. On the ground. And you, it, it's almost a little bit of a Matrix kind of takeoff yep. where you see the ground vibrating in a shock wave. And then he shoots up. And, yeah. and I think that is a perfect way of showing Superman flying. Yeah, so. yeah. You're going to love it. As a Superman fan, I, I, and hand on heart, I really think Zack Snyder is going to knock this one out of the ballpark. Yeah. So I, I tell, mean, I tell I, you what, I, it, it, it blows Brendan Routh and... and uh, uh, Superman Returns out But of the that water. wasn't Brendan Ralph's fault No I, I realise that uh, I realise that Yeah Because yeah. he, w- he wasn't Singer. a bad Looking Superman He fit The look He did didn't he Yeah he did, he, The costume looked good This costume was great No, no red undies on the outside And no Thank belt God and he no, has belt. A, uh, no belt No he's, he's kind of got like 
boomerangs. How does he keep his trailer? Uh, tra- trousers up. I was going to say trailers. <laughs> a trailer on the mine. How does he keep his trousers up? It's a one-piece suit. That'd be hard to get into. Suspenders. Yeah, but it's a lot like the new costume in the comics. Yep. So there's a scene in the in the trailer where he has um, a big bushy beard and yes, everything else, yes. and then he's clean shaven as, as obviously Clark Kent's uh, Superman, right? And people are already on the on the yeah, net. It's going, on Facebook. How does he shave? And uh, someone on the, I saw a comment the other day. They went well in, in Lois and Clark the TV the show, TV show. Yeah, he used to use his laser vision off a mirror, in, off a mirror, and, and shave that way. <laughs> Do you reckon Lois is kind of like, oh, the smell of burning Kryptonian hair again? God, I hate that. Bro, I'm just thinking, how many mirrors would he go through? How many mirrors would he go through? Well, would the laser beams off a mirror affect? Well, well, if you if you if you laser beamed at the one point in a mirror for long enough, it'd, it'd definitely yeah, melt. Wouldn't then it? I think DC missed something. Mirror Master should be his villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just wondering. Would, you wouldn't want to get distracted, would you? Because imagine, like, you're shaving, laser beam, laser beam. I think you hear the phone, bring, bring. Yeah, oh, there's a big hole in the the roof where you just cut the curtains in half. Imagine if Lois is in the shower, right? And he's just, just, next minute, the curtain's cut and Lois is standing there going, you'd be a bit worried. Yeah, prankster drops in a disco ball. The The fact that we're thinking about how Superman shaves is a little bit disturbing. There you go. Um, Also, uh, a new trailer for Lone Ranger. hit, Hit the net this week. Um, Gore Verbinski directing mm-hmm. the Lone Ranger movie, and you got um, Tonto being played by Johnny Depp, and, and it looks like Johnny Depp is just playing Johnny Depp. It is. It's, 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 it's channeling. He's getting good at that. Yeah, <laughs> he's channeling a little bit of Jack. From in my perspective, from the trailer, he's channeling a little bit of Jack Sparrow, yes. uh, only with uh, Indian with an know, Indian accent, Indian makeup on. Pretty scary, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> uh, but there's a segment in there. Uh, look, I'm willing. To, I'm a Lone Ranger fan. I'm willing to give it a shot. Army Hammer looks great as the Lone Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What I'm worried about. There's a bit there where they're sitting. They're talking to one another, and next minute they both look over, and the horse Silver is on the limb of a tree on the edge of a canyon, and then Johnny Depp yeah, turns. He's to actually Army up in the tree, on, on, the tree, oh, on a God. limb, and he turns to um, turns to Army Hammer and goes, "That horse has got serious issues," and that's where it lost me. I just yeah. What are you going for? Is and, it a and, it's got, thing? and it's got this really awesome uh, train crash, and there's, there's stuff flying everywhere, and then all yep. of a sudden a metal piece flies off and lands between, between them very, very close. Yeah. So I, is it getting close to being silly like Green Hornet? It's, yeah. It looks a little bit like it. I'm worried. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, if you haven't watched it, pop along to YouTube. Check out uh, the Lone Ranger trailer. It's an extended trailer. You will see Johnny Depp and Army Hammer in there. And, and you'll get a feel for it, but I'm a little bit worried. Gore Verbinski directing. He did Pirates of the Caribbean movies and that kind of stuff. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean 1 and 2 were great. Third one, I think he kind of, mm, maybe he was left bit, to his own devices yeah. a little bit too much. <laughs> it was weird with the whole crab thing. And yeah. Everything. Yeah, that was weird. There you go. So, uh, Superman, Man of Steel trailer, yep. the, the extended trailer. Check it out. Really, really good. Lone Ranger. Tell us what you think of, uh, of Johnny Depp. Playing Johnny in, Depp. Playing Johnny Depp as an Indian. Uh, <laughs> do you reckon the Native Americans would be a bit offended? I'd be a bit worried about that. All that and more here on Geekspeak. We'll have more back after this break. So, also, news this week. Uh, I know where you've seen it. There's a, a, a poster for the new Wolverine movie. Has it hit the nets? Yes. It's, um... It's a bit weird. It's kind of him with the it's, samurai he, sword. He's kind of crouching, crouching on a rooftop, and yeah. it's, it's it's a shot from sort of beside him, looking over the city. Kind of, it, it's it's reminiscent of other movie posters I've seen before. Yeah, it's it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of harkening back. It doesn't it? look epic though. No, it looks blair. <laughs> blair, blair, blair. It just it's just what it is. It's not. 
It's not. Holy it's, shit, yeah, that it's looks like, cool. It's, it doesn't strike me as, oh my god, it's Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like it could be anyone with a samurai sword. Mm. Kinda, I don't yeah. know, maybe it's just there for teaser. It could be. It, 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 that's probably just a teaser poster. But anyway, there you go. That's, that's hit the net. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, guess what I've been watching? What? Vegas. Have you, have, you, now, have I told you about Vegas? No. Dennis Quaid, Michael Chiklis, right? Set in like 19, late 1950s, early 60s, Las Vegas. Okay. So before all the big casinos were happening, it was still a bit of a... a Mob run kind of Yeah, town. the mob's there, but it's also, it's, it's, it's Vegas light, if you know what I mean. Like, there's no big skyscrapers. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the, uh, Dennis Quaid plays a, a rancher who gets drafted in by the mayor of Vegas to become... The sheriff. So he brings in his brother and his son, and mm-hmm. then, so they, they bring a you know, kind of country rancher mentality. And um, Michael Chiklis plays uh, Savino, the, the the guy who's running the Savoy Casino. And so he's been brought in from, from Chicago to, to run it for the mob and make sure the skim's going back properly and, yep. and run it and everything else. And uh, so him and, and, and uh, Dennis Quaid are kind of against one another, but they have a mutual respect for one another. And, yeah. and then, of course, like you know, typical mob things. Uh, another mob from like Milwaukee tries to cut in, and so there's mob hits, and, and Savino's trying to deal with it himself internally. But you know, uh, the sheriff Lamb, which is Dennis Quaid, comes in and has to yep. crack heads and everything else, and it's this cat and mouse kind of game. Yeah. And it's really, really good. The sets are amazing. They've got all the all cool old 1950s, 60s cars. Wow. Um, you know, just the decor, everything. It's, it's really well so done. obviously it can't be filmed in Vegas. No, no, no it's, it's definitely on a set, like a, a, a set. Yep. A, like a stage set or something okay. like that. Even the street. Like, they... they They've got a street done, and it's all done up with the neon and everything else. Wow. It looks really, really good. There's some good action scenes in it. You know, it's not over-the-top action. It's just a entertaining TV series, oh, if you know what I mean. That's good to see. Vegas, check it out. I'm up to episode... Uh, there's eight episodes out at the moment. I'm up to episode seven. This, so, and loving it. This week, some really good trailers came out, but I checked out the trailer for Pacific Rim. This is uh, Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro. Okay. Uh, essentially, what it is is that... Um, we'll call him Gil. Yeah, Gil. Uh, what, what's happened is uh, aliens have, have uh, come not from outer space, yep. but from a, like a portal, but the portal is underwater. Is oh. under like the Pacific Ocean, right? I saw an ancient aliens doco like that the other day. They reckon if aliens were actually on Earth right now, yeah, why? Well, yeah, they'd probably be out in the ocean because we haven't ever really explored, explored that area, the ocean or anything like that. They we're getting be, there, yeah, but they reckon they could be hidden anywhere, and that's where, like, say so they might be tapping into that theory. They could anyway. So the start of the trailer starts off, and it looks pretty much like Godzilla is attacking New York. Oh, really? Essentially, hooray! And they, and <laughs> and and like they they send in their fighter pilots, and the jets just get taken out. And then all of a sudden you see that America has built giant mech kind of suits. <laughs> Did you ever see a movie called Robot Jocks? No. Back in the 80s. You have, yeah. Oh, it my God, the two gra- gingers on the podcast. It's a great old, old movie. But essentially it's that, right? You yeah. get one person that puts on it like a, a sort of what? suit thing that's yeah. hooked up to cables and then you are the pilot of from, this from, giant from suit. Was, from what I was told the other day, that isn't it? There's two pilots per per thing. Yeah, one's the right hemisphere of the brain, one's the left hemisphere, or something like no, that. Is, is, is that that's, the, that's what that's, I was told. That, that's how they're playing. I haven't seen the trailer yet. There's a lot of things like that. There's Techno Man. There's 
Uh, Neon Genesis. Yep. Um, Robot Jocks was the shit, man. What was it, Gene? Robot Jocks, J O X. And what it was is, is the fu- in the future the countries decided that they couldn't take each other out with nuclear weapons because yep. that'd be the end of everything. So what they do is each country builds their own suit, yep. and they have to fight like a, a combat, sort of like you know, like a boxing match, yep. but with these giant suits. Freaky. So it's Russia versus America. In these giant suits, and whoever wins wins. There you go. Um, anything else on TV? You che- I checked out Hollywood Treasures the other day. That's a great yeah, show. Awesome isn't it, show, and it was the one where they went to the Stan Winston School of um, Character Arts. Character Arts, and uh, sadly, Stan Winston passed on. Mm-hmm. His two sons are running it now. But the stuff they were pulling off, like tarps over these, you know, just, oh, what's under it? Pull off a tarp, and it was the uh, Ironmonger. So the yeah. very first one that, wow. that Tony Stark builds yeah. to get out of uh, the desert. Um, this thing is like you see it in the film. You're like, that's pretty big, until you actually see it. It's freaking huge. Yeah. And, in and, the and, and the other one that um, Bo Bridges was in, it's, in, it's there as it's well. There as well. Um, they also had uh, some of the the stuff from Terminator. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was some awesome. They had awesome stuff. And sadly, they, like, they didn't sell a lot of it. They sold bits of it because the guy, I can't think of his name. The guy who was like the, yeah, the main yeah. car- the main person in the show. He's always trying to get these people to sell it through him. Yeah. Um, but it's always, this thing is worth $100,000. That's just his full you know? backline, isn't it? It is. And, and everything is always, this thing should be in a museum, right? Dude, it's a handkerchief that Michael J. Fox blew snot into during <laughs> the filming of Doc Holliday. Yeah. Yeah, it's not worth a hundred thousand dollars. The Doc Hollywood, sorry. Doc, that was a good movie, Doc yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking about Tombstone. I know. For a I was going to slap you for getting it wrong, yeah. but I thought, no, I won't. Maybe That's that, a good actually, film. then again, Brett, I'll just slap you instead. <laughs> there you go. Ow. I'll take it out on a ginger. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Hollywood Treasures. Anyway, make sure you do check it out if you get a chance. There's some awesome stuff on there. Had a guy out of Stargate. He had all the props off uh, of Stargate. The bloke that played Kil- uh, Tilk, Christopher Judge. Yeah, oh, you, wow. oh, you'd love it, Brett, because you're a Stargate yeah. geek. I um, uh, have put my orders in for uh, presents. Have you? And um, I've already got it. It, I, uh, I wanted to get the entire run of Stargate. Well, I didn't Are you want a it. Fan? I, I didn't want it until I saw it. <laughs> yeah. I saw it. It, it. it was this big bound uh, box set. Yep. It has every single episode of Stargate. I didn't have to buy that. I already owned them. Did you? I've never watched it. I think Brett got them through dodgy means. Uh, oh, no. 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 I bought every genuine box Did you? set wow. as they come out. I think you bought one or two off me, didn't you? I, I bought, I bought yeah. one or two off you. I've got like maybe yeah, where six, they come from? six series. What are you looking at me like? I'm dodgy. I'm a retailer. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to remember where they come from. <laughs> they fell off the back of a truck, I'm sure. Essentially. There you go. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. I like, you can do the little finger things with allegedly as well. It doesn't work on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell people you're doing the finger thing on a podcast. <laughs> It's a worry, especially when there's only a couple of other guys on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, they, oh, it's a worry. It really is. There you go. So that's some of the TV stuff that we've just been mm-hmm. um, wrapping up. And we, oh, baited, bro. I know, Ginger, you don't care, but Game of Thrones, Brett, we can't wait. That's yeah, Mar- March more next year. Game of Thrones. March next year. Frozen Comic zombies. book, man. Comic, that's something you're really looking forward to. That's, that's February right. 10th next year. That'll be back. And uh, you've been watching Walking Dead as well, Brett. Yeah, Walking you? Dead. That'll be February 10th as well. Because, I mean, uh, Comic Book Men airs straight after um, Walking Dead there in the US. So. That's right. Bugger you, Americans, and your mid-season breaks. AMC. What are they doing? Are they just trying to stretch it out because they think people are going on holidays? No, I don't. They, they, oh, are, everybody is everyone doing it. Everyone does it over there. They yeah. have these mid-season really? breaks. Yeah. Uh, 
Because it's, uh, it's not ra- is it non ratings for them at that time? Yeah, it's I probably. Think that's it. Yeah, it's the non ratings. They probably season. turn off ratings because everyone's going across the country to oh, that, see that, their families. Or, or the oh, Nielsen yeah. families are going on holidays. Or the Nielsen families. <laughs> you ever watch that Bugs Bunny cartoon? When they were working, it was this Bugs Bunny cartoon, and they're like trying to work out why shows these shows aren't particular, particular shows aren't rating Daffy Duck or something like that. It's yep. driving him crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get ratings up, and mm. the ratings keep plummeting. And then at the end of it, it flashes back, and it's like Bugs Bunny's extended family, and it's all just <laughs> rabbits, and they, they are the Nielsens essentially giving the ratings. That's why Bugs kept getting all the higher ratings. Yeah, well, they had a recent episode of Family Guy where Peter steals like a thousand Nielsen box things <laughs> and puts them in his house, and he rings up. Um, Madman, he says, do this on the show. And they said, no, we're not doing that. Why would we do that? And then the next week he rings back, okay, man, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to can us. <laughs> but what I don't understand, in Australia they, they have those sort of boxes as well. Yeah. I have never met anyone in no. my entire life ever been that has one, one of those no. boxes. How does it work? Is it only in, in major cities like Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, something uh, like I, that? I, I probably I would have imagined It should so. be a lot easier to do it these days. Just throw a sim in it. You could throw it anywhere that there's mobile coverage. Yeah, makes you wonder. I just, I yeah, never in my entire life have I it, ever like, met obviously anyone. Obviously, must track how long you watch the program too, in case you just flip yeah, the channel right. surfing. And mm. there's well, so many things nowadays. Like, I, you know, I don't watch an awful lot of regular TV. When I do, I'm horrible nowadays at channel surfing, especially now we've got the the free view and all that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I just see that flick. For, oh, even with cable, if I go to my my brothers, both my brothers have cable. If I go to their places for a weekend, I'm sitting. I can't keep myself on a channel for very long. I just keep channel surfing. Those ratings reports actually come out and uh, after every ad break have the percentage of the audience that has been retained yep. or lost. Ah, See, yeah. usually I, um, if it gets to an ad break, I'll flick to something else if there's a... But the mm. Sneaky bastards here in Australia, especially on Freeview, half the time, if you, you can go about three, four channels one after the other and they're all in the... Exactly they're all at the, the ad break, break yeah. yeah. You know, you like, you pricks. And then you end up going, no, I'll just go back. I'll go back. Hmm. I'll go play something downloaded. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you did not say that here on Geek's Big Life. But uh, I am an IT nerd. That's right. Can we just talk about that just for a quick little bit, right? I'm not endorsing downloading television shows. No, 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 no. However, if you are interested in a television show... Look, the sirens are coming. We're in trouble already. After you, Brett, your admission right there. Whoops. Hide him, quick. Shh, 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 shh. Act natural. They're gone. <laughs> um, I think you're safe. All, all I'm saying is, if a television show that you're interested in is not on, say, uh, say, not com- say Comic Book Man yeah. is not available it's, it's on in Australian no television whatsoever. Yeah, no. Not even cable here. And spoilers, it's another TV show that, or it's another show that isn't available in Australia it's only whatsoever. For Hulu, isn't it? For Hulu, which, which is an American, which is an American website, and you can only watch it. If you download it illegally or you hide your IP address so that yeah. it thinks that you're in America. Yeah, so why make it so hard to, to get it um, over here? That's what I don't understand. Like- I, I understand. I understand uh, but, but the thing is, the reason Australian uh, television uh, stations buy American shows is that it is, uh, I was reading a report this week, that it is a tenth of how much it costs to for America to produce it. Wow. So America is getting their money through advertising. Say Comic Book Men costs uh, $10,000 every episode, right? That's for a their, cheap bloody show then. For, for the, uh, just for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, There's uh, not a lot to it. They're, they're, getting, they're getting 90% from the television f- through advertising. Yeah. They sell it for 10% to Australia, England. Uh, 
they've already made their money back on the show. Yeah. Well, I, I just don't understand, you know, yeah, it's so a, easy. That's the whole thing with all this, like, the global like, and regional sort of programs and stuff. Yeah. If I could just bypass all the regional bullshit yep. and just give... Um, the company who makes Game of Thrones ten bucks yeah. or like twenty bucks, so I can get Game so, of sign Thrones. Up, sign up for a subscription. Yeah, so, yep, so as, as soon as it's out, yeah. as soon as it's out, I can watch it yeah. and watch it as often as I want. Mm. I'd happily give that money. Do yeah. you think eventually we may see services like that? Well, absolutely, TV is going to die the way it is. Well, now. look mm. at Netflix is paying for uh, what was it? Um, Arrested Development. Arrested Development to produce a new series. Yeah, because like commercial te- television over in America went. Yeah, the, the networks went. Yeah. We're going to can it. Yeah, um, Netflix have gone. We'll give you the money to make it. I think it's yep. a daytime soap. Yes. they've picked up as yes. well. Yes, Same yes. Thing. Yeah. It's been running for years in America. The ratings dropped, so um, they turned around. Went uh, the, big, the big stations went. We're cutting it. Netflix stepped in and went, well, we'll pay you to produce it. And, and, and essentially, that's what Netflix are doing. Yeah. They say it's just like a video subscription service yeah. where you pay two bucks to, to yeah. get that movie. But like, if they start throwing ads into that, it'll ruin that as well. I think they well, only have at the start, top and tail, isn't it? This, this program is brought to you by... They're, 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 I've seen some... Serv- there is, uh, I, I watch sometimes uh, able to watch... Uh, a Hulu, yep. and yeah. at the beginning of that, it says this: this you can have a choice of watching uh, minutes worth of ads, or you can watch fifteen second ad here, fifteen second halfway through. Yeah, so it gives you a choice. Yeah, yeah. But that's what the future is all going to be. Yeah. That's what it'll be about: is choice. And it boils down: we're you know we're not backwards anymore here in Australia. We, we these choices it. are open to us, though, but we want to do it legally, not illegally. And the, and the thing is, we don't have the ability to do it legally. Please, Lord. Or Prime Minister. No, actually, I'd sooner believe in a non-believable uh, <laughs> entity than, than our Prime Minister. Someone here in Australia in position of power push to make it real, make it happen. Yeah, mm. I think it's going to have to come from a different direction than them. I think so. I think, I think it will. It needs to happen worldwide. But you know, you know, you never know. Never know. Fingers crossed. Mayan calendar coming up soon. End of the world's close by. Is, is, is that, that's going to be the end of regional copyright restrictions. Welcome back to Geek Speak Live. Ginge, you can't help yourself. You've been playing in the break. I'm, I'm a little bit excited. With, <laughs> he got a hoverboard. Okay, show it to the... Look at that. Show it's everyone in there. That's hoverboard. a hoverboard. Massive... Hoverboard. <laughs> you're, blocking, you're blocking the pretty face. Would you get rid of your hoverboard? <laughs> there you go, uh, Ginger. You snap that up. That's kind of like your Christmas present Listen to your. That. Listen to that. It's wave. It's hovering. It sounds horrible. Uh, that is your Christmas present it to is. you. Now you're a little bit disappointed. You for months you've had it on order for ages. It finally shipped through, and you were kind of like, ah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, the idea behind this is Mattel, the actual company Mattel. Yep. Back to the Future Part Two made this hoverboard themselves in their own art department. Uh, Mattel gave them permission to use their name on the hoverboard. Yep. In March this year, you had to. They, they, they were putting out the feelers to see if anyone would actually buy a hoverboard. Yep. And, and they, this idiot here did. Yeah. <laughs> along, <laughs> along with a lot, of, a lot of crazy other people as well. But they had to get uh, so many numbers to actually make a prototype to make the hoverboard. Yep. And everyone was like, yes. And even Bob Gale, the guy that uh, produced and wrote. Back to the Future Part Two, or One, yep. Two, and Three. Uh, put his name behind it. He actually bought or ordered eight of them himself. Self. So he spent over a thousand dollars buying hoverboards. They came out. 
he's come out himself and gone, not happy, not worth, no. not worth the money yeah. and everything else. I said, I, you know, because I'm a party pooper. I sent you an email uh, a couple of days before you got yeah. it, saying, "Look, this is this is the email from yeah, yeah, yeah. Gal." Fair enough. You unpacked it. You're not 100 percent happy like, with it for uh, the money. Like you can see on the board, right in the actual movie, this part here of the graphic is supposed to be like a hologram type graphic. Um, it's a cheap sticker. It, it, oh. uh, the least they could have done was remember your, your high school uh, school books. How your mum used to put hologram uh, contact over yep, it. Yep. They could have just got that stuff and put over it. No, I had plain color contact on my or, or the brown paper and the and the plastic over the top. <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah. I'm sure there's a We're lot. Showing of, our age. There's a lot of comic <laughs> printers from the 90s who need work. Yeah. yeah. But there you go. So, just uh, geek speak rating out of five. I, what would I, you give it? As I'm, a prop? I'm, I'm glad I've got it. I've finally got a hoverboard, but. Um, I don't think it's worth the 120 bucks that I paid for it. Is that and, including well, shipping? Uh, uh, you had to pay shipping on top of it. Ooh, so all up, yeah. it, it was about 200 bucks. Oh my god! There and, you go. And, and the man. sound chip sounds like uh, the backpacks from from uh, back to, uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, it doesn't sound. Real it doesn't good, sound does it? like a hoverboard. No, very disappointing. There you go. Um, we are also going to have a quick chat about some news out of Image Comics. Now uh, they've decided they've sent out an email to retailers saying we're not doing second printings anymore. It's gone crazy through uh, comic shop, uh, I guess, the community. How can they do that? They've decided um, that they essentially said to the retailers, if you're silly enough to not order enough at the start, bad luck, we're going to penalise you by not uh, doing second printings. Oh, no way. But what really irked a lot of people, including fans, is you've just cut your market. Uh, You don't do that. If a book is a sellout and there's a high demand for it, you go back and you print more to sell more. Yeah. If you're a comic creator, you would kind of go, well, that makes sense. I make more money. People yeah. want the book. Uh, image, stopping their second printing. Because so, uh, the turnaround uh, to get a graphic novel is ages. It is. It's not good. Uh, it t- takes, you know, that, that's, that's really going to do- uh, cut into their, their, their market. Yeah. Especially if it's so. a number one. Yeah. So, God. Image Comics, what are you thinking? No, no. Crazy. Naughty. Naughty. Big smacks. There you go. Um, so if you're waiting on, on some of the image books, if you go to your local comic shop and they're out, don't always blame the comic shop. It could be the fact that they can't get any more. So, scary. Scary times ahead. Gail Simone, the writer of Batgirl. Now, I'm a massive fan of her run on Batgirl. She's also used to write Secret Six. Uh, oh, wow. DC before the, the new 52 relaunch. She, she worked in conjunction with uh, Nicholas Scott. Nicholas Scott, the Aussie, Australian uh, artist. Aussie artist, former model too. Great person, Nicholas Scott. Check out some of the older uh, Secret Six stuff from DC, collected in the graphic novels. Really good stuff. Great, great art. Batgirl writer Gail Simone got sacked off the book uh, from DC. Wow. Quite, but this is, the, this, this is the, the, the bad thing about it. She got sacked via email. Who does that? You're no, long, you're no longer required on the book kind of thing. Is that, is that all they said? They give any reasoning behind uh, she it? She posted online and a lot of creators were just like, this is blown, including creators who are currently working for DC Comics. They kind of got on there and just said, not happy, DC, not happy. And wow. I'd say a lot of fans were kind of like, we're loving her run on the books. But she, I don't know whether she's sticking with DC or, or what, but... Gail Simone, she'll find work somewhere doing another book. She's a great writer. I reckon so. she'd be good on some X-Men books. Uh, possibly. There you go. Yeah. But um, there you go. not happy. DC, wow. what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Virem. It's like if you break up via text. Apparently, that's in today. Some <laughs> huge percentage of, of, of people, like in not just our generation, but uh, you know, across the generations, it's the new thing. Um, oh, look, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm, sleeping with, I'm, I'm sleeping with my secretary or something like that. 
It was nice. The, my gear's out of the house. They said, and, and that's how people are breaking up. Sideways hey. smiley face, or yeah, like you just get sideways it. smiley face. <laughs> Whoops, wrong no, 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 it'd be the S. The ooh, I didn't quite mean that. I don't know the, the I don't know the actual uh, letter that looks like <laughs> on the collar. Could you imagine just sending a picture of yourself going? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's just like, and then you get back the two eyes, the you, teardrop and the no, no, yeah, unhappy. No, 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 no. And then the percentage symbol and dollar sign. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think that is the modern, is it just the geek, is it geeks doing it? I mean, I, I uh, mean a lot of people are doing it. But I, oh. And, and it's, I, I think because it's easier to do it that way. Yeah. Because you're not doing it face to face. Tell us on but the that's fa- very, that's I very, think back in the day you could have broken up with a letter. Well, you could have. To give us some feedback on the Facebook page. Would you break up via text? And have you broken up via text? If you have, uh, <laughs> naughty. <laughs> Tell us if you're a dude or a chick. Do chicks do it? I mean, well, apparently I think... <coughs> is, is it a percentage of males or females? Is or it is it both? Neutral? <laughs> so everyone's, everyone's doing it. Imagine if your dog broke up with you a text. You know, like, Barry, <laughs> you haven't been feeding me enough. That would never... You know, you know what? If, if, if a dog was smart enough to use text like that... You wouldn't break up with that. Yeah, dog. but the dog doesn't have opposable thumbs, thumbs to actually use the number. They have taught cats how to use iPads. Really? Yes, a cat can. And like they're teaching dogs them. how to drive. And yeah, I've seen that the other day. The world is coming to an end. I tell you, dogs driving cats using iPads. It's the end of the world. It's Armageddon, <laughs> as we know it. It's pretty scary. There you go. Any other last thoughts from you? Big things. TV coming up. Uh, we'll be talking more TV in, in upcoming episodes. You're coming back on yep, the yep. show. Very soon. You're Game of Thrones is coming. Woo! It's a little while away, but it is coming back. Ginger, anything you're looking forward uh, to? I'm looking forward to comic book men coming back on. We've got to wait for this February, entire time February to February is back. coming back. Same with Walking Dead, the rest of season three of Walking Dead. Welcome back to Geek Speak Live. Now, it's time. It's that time of the show to talk about favourite graphic novels, okay? Uh, so we've asked you, the special guest tonight, Brett, <laughs> to bring in a couple of your favourite graphic novels, and Wade's got something he wants to bring up yes. as well. But first off, one of your... All-time favourite graphic novels, what is it? Um, it would actually have to be Majestic. There you go. For that, have a little... I'll, I'll hold up there. Majestic. Now, that came out from DC Wildstorm. Yep. This is after, obviously, when uh, DC had bought Wildstorm out off Jim Lee. Um, explain. Majestic. He, he looks like a Superman knockoff. Yeah. Well, he? ultimately, he is. He's a superhero who can do big things for the sake of doing big things. Yep. Um, but yeah, And they borrowed lots of bits from different places. Apparently, that's called research. <laughs> <laughs> it's not copying if now, you take on, it from the, multiple places. Who's the writer? Uh, Dan Abnett. Now, he's a good writer. Yeah. Um, and Andy Lanning. So those guys are pretty... And Carl Kershaw on the artwork, so that's pretty cool. So what basically happened in this story was um, the Wildstorm and DC Universe has had a little bit of a glitch and they swapped the place of Majestic and Superman. Oh, and okay, Superman, yeah. uh, Majestic sorry, is a warlord from another planet. He has similar powers to Superman. So everyone doesn't sort of say, hey, yeah, whatever, another Superman. And, As you um, would do. You really would say that, wouldn't It's you? not like they haven't had to say it before, though. Yeah, I know. They've... He looks a lot like, like he's Superman with just a, a tweaked costume. But the head, <laughs> he's, got, he's got the NRL footy um, headgear head on, on, hasn't he? He does. And, uh, he, he's channeling a little bit of Captain America. He's got the ears by gone with his ears yeah. outside yeah. the costume. Yeah. So, yeah, they sort of run the, now, all the characters around that time. And You're saying that he's a, a warlord from another planet. He, yep. like, he, was, he came to Earth originally to conquer it, falls in love with yeah. it, and then decides yep. to save it. Yep. Robert sounds a lot like Robert Kirkman copied this plot for Invincible from, from Image Comics. Research. The, the, Research. <laughs> sorry, Robert Kirkman did not copy it. He simply paid homage oh, to homage it. Homage to it. Okay, because um, have you read Invincible? Same kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. A Viltramite warlord comes to, to Earth, 
acts as a hero, secretly going to you know like bring the whole they're going to invade Earth and, and enslave it essentially. Yeah, yeah. He has a son here on Earth. His son kicks in his powers when he hits. A, he becomes a teenager, um, and his father ends up like. I'm not going to ruin the story for you, but he, he essentially he replaces his father as Earth's protector because he has to fight off of uh, Viltrumite invasion. Oh, wow. So, uh, the same kind of premise, I guess. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, he's got the powers. All, essentially, he's, he's Superman for image. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Invincible. So, he's got the same kind of powers. Can fly and super power. Uh, yeah. super it's also got um, the Eradicator in it, which is pretty cool. Because it's a different, uh, different uh, yeah, costume for the Eradicator. The modern version, You're yeah. one of your favourite uh, Superman kind of... Yeah, um, superheroes, yeah. Superheroes is the Eradicator. You, yeah. you go right back to the death and return. Like, Absolutely. One of your favourite periods in, in Superman comics? Yeah, it is because, yeah, Birth have four characters that have... Lasted. Superboy, Steel, Eradicator, and then you had uh, Hank Henshaw. Yeah. And, like, he's not around all the time, but he's still, he's still there causing Is he seen, issues. Really? Even in the DC 52 relaunch? I haven't still... seen him yet, but... Okay. I was going to say, I thought they'd probably retconned a lot of that stuff out. Uh, Brett, have you actually read this whole book? Because yes. there is a bookmark, not, not one-third <laughs> of the way through it. That's the second reading of it. Oh, <laughs> okay. there you go. So it's your favourite, you've only read it twice. Uh, uh, well, at least the second. <laughs> Fantastic. There Majestic, Majestic by DC Comics. Yeah. Um... Ginge, your favourite Dragon My favourite. By far, Kingdom Come. Mark yeah. Wade, Alex Ross. Let me have a little look at that there. Flash it up for the camera. There you go. I love it too. Alex Ross at his best. And Mark Wade, what an awesome writer. Yeah, Brett's high awesome. on your list. Yes, absolutely. What we don't want to bring into the show. <laughs> it's the kingdom. the kingdom. That was the follow-up. Now, Mark Wade, it was a good good uh, shot at writing, but it was a mixture of artists, I believe. A good shot at writing. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it sounds like you've just chipped him on the, on the chin and gone... Yeah, good, good, good going, there, little like follow. Pat, pat him on the back, going, they're there, they're there. <laughs> but uh, we look. can't all have a super hit one after the other. <laughs> um, the, for, for, I was going to quickly say, the kingdom. If you haven't, if you, like, we sell tons of uh, of kingdom company, our retail comic shop, but the kingdom. I think this has been sitting on the shelf for about oh, 12 months, yeah. and um, I think we only sold one copy last year. So there you go. It's just not a great follow-up, sadly. But the, but the book, Kingdom Come, my, one of my all-time favourites too. Kingdom Come, and because I'm a visual person, and the paintings that Alex Ross oh, did, just every panel is Have you ever painting. actually sat there and, and gone right into to look in depth at the yeah, artwork yeah, in there? It's incredible. Amazing stuff. Really, truly is. And um, just the research you would have had to do to get all those characters into the background to know who they are, yep. what they might look like in the future, if That's they're right. still around. Keep an eye out for a shot uh, in the where, when they're on the like the satellite thing, the Green Lantern builds, and there's a, a scene where they've all got all these, these superheroes gathered around. You'll see robot versions versions of the Beatles dressed in the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club gear. I'm going to look for that now. Uh, you should, it's in there. But and, um, you'll also see Red Arrow and Red Robin. Yes, you do. The and very first the very appearance first of Red Robin. Of Red Robin. Yeah. And uh, there's a really cool, uh, you, you almost need a magnifying glass to see it here, but when it's blown up you can you can appreciate it. There's a picture of the, the spectre in there and his eye, if you zoom in and have a look, at it, it's a little skull. Yes. The mm. centre of his eye. It's uh, fantastic. The fact that he put all that kind of stuff in there, the detail. So, Absolutely amazing book. Actually, we're going to give it a, a, a Geek Speak Live rating. Now, uh, one being... Pfft, number five being... Joycasm! Ginge, what are you going to give it? Five all the way. Yeah, five. <laughs> He's made a mess in his pants already. <laughs> Brett? Yeah, it's five. It's... I'm going to give it a... Uh, I'm going to give it a 4.8. Get out. The only, uh, <laughs> the only reason is because the version I have does not have this wicked cool cover. It's got a different cover. Yeah, true. And I wish I had that cover right there. You can have both. 
You could. Hop along to your favourite comic book store, pick up a copy of Kingdom Come by Mark Wade and Alex Ross. You will not ballot put it down. You'll just sit there and read it right through. You'll pass it around to your friends and you'll be like, this, check it out. It's awesome. There you go. Um, we'll give a quick, because Wade and I can't rate it. You can. Majestic from DC. I don't know if this thing's still available. If it's not, you'll be able to track it down somewhere like eBay or money comic shops might be able to get it through. A, I think just because it has everything that I love about Superman and just his yeah. universe, yep. I think it's a good, I don't know, four for me. But four? Four out of five? That's from Brett. Yeah. And it was enough for you to, uh, to get a tattoo. Yep. Based on it, it, the artwork it, inside. It's inspired some of my tattoo, yes. There you go. That is how dedicated a Superman <laughs> geek this fella is. I tell you, he's ha, got a tattoo. Ha, how about a rating out of The Kingdom? The Kingdom. I would rate that... <laughs> negative, I don't know. Negative I, two? I think two for a good no, paperweight. Actually, no, it's, it's, it's beyond a... <laughs> it gets a... Meh. Meh. Uh, it's a two. It gets a... Meh. I like some of the ideas they come up with in there. Like um, Superman finally gets a kid in it. It's got it's got uh, it's got Raz Al Ghul and his son uh, fighting in in the Batcave uh, on top of a giant dinosaur. What more could you what want? Could they fighting on top of a giant dinosaur. <laughs> That's a ge- comic geek moment. All, right all there. they need now is the bit where they slide down the tail. Just like Batman did. Now you need in- Mr. Freeze there, and you need to have him say, you're not taking me to the cooler, Batman. <laughs> One of the worst lines in a Batman film ever, I swear to you. There you go. That was a- Batman and Robin. Let's forget that movie. That, that, and the movie never happened. It, it was just a mass populist did hallucination. Not at all. There you go. That's uh, two of our favourite graphic novels for the week. This is going to be a regular segment. Uh, Geek Speak... Um, graphic novel review. I don't know, we'll, we'll come up with a name. You can suggest the name on our Facebook page. There you go, favourite graphic novels from the team here at Geekspeak Live. More after this break. Okay, so we've got the whole Mayan calendar end of the world thing kicking on, right? Everyone's going crazy, um, in, even in nerd circles, okay? People are talking about it. I, I want to get your, the opinion from you two guys. Now, Brett, a, do you believe in it? Are you kind of like, I'm not going to buy Christmas presents until I see if the world ends next, what, next Friday? I haven't. You haven't bought Christmas presents at all, Ginge? No. You're cheap, but I've got it, yours. It's, it's probably got nothing to do with the Mayan calendar either. <laughs> You're just but cheap. But I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just maintaining that. Okay, Brett, what would you do? Or do um, are you believing? Yeah, no, I don't believe, but if I knew absolutely it was going to end... You know what? Next week, this motherfucker, when the world ends, I'm going to be reminded, I'm going to be going, you said you didn't believe... <laughs> Yeah, I still on your say knees well, at least this is something different. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, eh. But for all those people that do believe, why don't they go to a loan shark and get like $100,000 and just blow it all? Yeah. How, how, how deep is their conviction that, yeah. that, that it's getting like, to happen? Like, like, commit to it, motherfucker. <laughs> commit to it. But yeah, no, if I knew it was ending, I would be on my plane to Edinburgh. Well, you'd oh. see it out in Edinburgh. Hell yeah. I, I'd go via... Uh, Forbidden Planet Comics. Yeah, and I'd be in the Banshees Labyrinth and drinking it up, in eating, front hag- of it. eating haggis balls. Yeah. Well, w- w- wouldn't you just just lie on the tablet right in the centre of, of uh, Stonehenge? No. No. Why not? No. Because I'm sure it's got I'm- some magical powers underneath <laughs> the bastard. <laughs> you reckon? Do you know what? Like, we've been there. Brett and I uh, yeah. were there last year. It's not that impressive. No. Everyone no. goes, "Oh, Stonehenge is impressive." It's like, no, it's not. Did you actually go inside it? And you're, touch not it? No, you're, you're not allowed. No, it's fenced off. You, what? You, you can essentially do a loop around it, yeah. and you're like meters and meters and meters away from it. You can't. You can get a, close to some of the rocks that are part of it, but that's about the, it. They're the outer rocks. Yeah. You can touch some of them. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's what we said because it costs us a chunk of money. 
on a tour. Yeah, because like, don't, don't they? Uh, some the the, the, the farmers' land that it's on is it, oh no it? national the uh, national trust. But, or but, but haven't, yeah. haven't they English grown heritage. trees English out heritage. the front of it so that you can't see it from the road? No, we're no. not from the road. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. A, a chicken wire fence. You walk under the road to get back on the other side. Like you park it on one side of the the road. Yep. I was going to say highway, but you really can't call them highways no. in Britain. It's just shocking. Like basically, there's been a road ploughed straight through the Stonehenge site because it's not just the rocks it, it, there's several rings that go out for yeah, like yeah. a kilometre yeah. well, they just plough a road through it and then there's a tunnel underneath <laughs> that you walk under to get to the other side to go and look wow. at that it's just yeah, yeah crazy it's not that impressive I'll be honest like uh, uh, there was more impressive things I saw in the UK than that But so, uh, uh, we got off track main calendar <laughs> 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 this Sorry. always happens on this show you um, you would flat out uh, go, like, but, but if you didn't know it was happening till next week mate you're not going to get able to get on a plane like the, the, the airports are going to shut and everything else I don't Maybe she'd head off tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Just just to cut cut it off at the pass. If I knew it was ending, that's what I would do. All right. What would you do, Ging? She's made, I don't know. I, I don't, like, how did they work it out that it's going to be the 21st of December 2012? Because, like, if you were going to say the world was going to end, right? Would you pick um, the 27th of June 2013? Would you would you pick a number like that, or would you pick That's a big number? Would you pick a round number like January first, twenty five, twenty five? I don't even know how they came to this. The Mayans and like, everything else. But then again, do you think that just back then there was just like some bloke was sitting there going, you know what? In the future, this is going to fuck them. Or, uh, or, or did, go nerdy and tell you why? But. No, I don't want to know. Or did they just say, you know what? If anyone is alive in the 21st of December 2012, <laughs> they can deal with trying to they calculate can, the rest yeah, of the, of the be, calendar. Like, you know what? We've done it this fucking far. Pick up your socks and go and do it yourself. <laughs> but you take it from that point forward. How, mu- how much do you fear when our calendar runs its out? You know there's just another one that's going to start. At the end of the year? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, usually I forget to buy another calendar unless someone gives it to me, and then on the 1st of January, I rush around going... Where's my calendar? Well, why Where's wouldn't the mine calendar just start again? Did oh, they just oh, run man. out of rock and they were just chipping away <laughs> at, at, at a giant uh, calendar and they went, ah, oh, well, shit. How, how old is I've it? run out of time. It's, like, it's it thousands of years 7, old. 7,000 year, years old or something But like that's that? the thing. Their calendars count down to zero. Yeah. They're superstitious about zero, so they just kept on making longer and longer calendars. Oh, uh, okay, now I get it. So that's Thanks. where I get nerdy and tell you. Yep. So, so, Thanks for geeking us so, out there. So what's that mean? <laughs> what's that mean? Like, what do you mean? Nothing. It means I don't nothing. It's just an engine. Their, their calendar just happens to run out. So, so, so essentially, someone just went, "Fuck it, we're going to have thirty thousand hundred days." Yeah, and that'd from be, today, be and like, it just happens to be the twenty first of that'd December. That'd be like um, us in our culture. We don't like Friday the thirteenth. It'd just be like us skipping that day. Can you imagine if we took every Friday the thirteenth out? How about we take every Friday off? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I like I'm, that plan. I'm voting for that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll start a political party here in Australia called the Geekspeak Party. The, the Geekspeak Friday, Friday Off Party. Yeah, no, no, Geeks, Geekspeak Party, and that's, that'll be our, our platform we stand on every Friday's Friday off. off. Friday's off. Oh, Three day weekend. Woo! I, I, I think that's enough to sway me. Ask me what I'd do in the Mayan apocalypse. What would you do, Todd? I'd be at the bottom of a scotch bottle, Brett. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, you running through the streets. But, but, but how big ankles. would the bottle be? Hey, how big would I'd that be bottle be? Uh, I'd be running through the streets, pants around my ankles, going, "Ladies, we've world's seen, ending. Let's have a crack." We've seen barrels that people have turned into homes. Yes. What? Yeah, yes. in Bats. Scotland. Like the big massive vats they've turned into wow. little houses. Little houses. Like, like little hobbit type no, houses. No, they're like two-story home. What? They're big. The massive vats that they 
they do they turn them on their side or they no, just leave no, them standing. Up, upright? Standing. Yeah. So big curves. barrel. So door. You, you could never stairs. have one of those. Out, out, I'd homes. be licking the wall. You'd be licking the wallpaper. <laughs> the devil's cut. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to burn it to get the devil's cut out. I don't want to burn my house. Um, you go, go up with a gamut. We get onto these kind of subjects. But anyway, I, I, I'm, I'm just next, thinking that you would do it though. Next, I probably would. Next week we will be doing if, if the world hasn't ended on Friday. We'll be recording as per normal. We'll be recording on the uh, the battle lines of apocalypse. We'll be standing at the front while uh, the world goes to hell. And yeah, we'll, for be, yeah, we'll be doing a Christmas special next week. It'll be our final episode. It'll be an apocalypse slash crims- Christmas, Christmas special. How's that? You know, the Santa Claus of the apocalypse. Um, <laughs> but that, that will be our final uh, podcast for 20, uh, 2012. It, it, it won't, it won't be uh, Santa Claus's reindeer. It'll be the, what, the nine horsemen of the apocalypse. There's only four, Jim. There's four horsemen well, of the apocalypse. Well, you need some, some reserves. Did you ever study anything at school? No, not really. <laughs> I studied X-Men. I know there's four horsemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's, see, people say, what, 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 what do you get out of reading comics? Education yeah. right yeah. there. Comics are educational and fun. I know that two of them what, what? are death and pestilence. Why, why would they only have something. four? Nine seems way more impressive. <laughs> it's just like at the end of Star Wars, the original one only had like four five X-Wings in it and yeah. a Y-Wing but then George Lucas went back and remade it and he had like a hundred that was a little why bit more impressive that? why did he do that I don't know I this don't is know weird. because he can sell 6,000 cuts of it like Blade Runner well, <laughs> oh. oh there you go you, you guys worry me with your stuff and look it's been great having our special guest Brett Mosling yes. aka the IT guru on thank the you podcast. sir thanks for joining us Brett thanks for having us Wade where can you head along you can see our stuff, facebook.com forward slash geekspeaktv, youtube.com forward slash geekspeakaustralia, uh, and you can listen to our podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, and Podbean. We're everywhere. We're all over the place. Yeah. There you go. Pop along to the Facebook page. It's all listed there, folks. Thanks for joining me on the podcast tonight. Brett, the IT guru. Wayne Cobson on Pots and Pans. Everyone loves you saying that. Do they? Really? They do. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. We'll see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel here on Geek Speak Live.